Welcome to the Back Row Bros podcast, where the business in the front meets the party in the back. Um, today, we're going to be covering some of the listener feedback that we've had recently. We're going to be covering the uh, APTA website, um, as well as just some other topics that we wanted to, uh, to talk about. So, um, hope you like it. Hope you stay all the way to the end. And uh, let's go. feeling about this. <laughs> you can't back on the topic. Who are you people? Back row bros. And we're live. What's going on, Austin? Not a whole lot, man. Just, just getting back into the, the groove of the semester. Getting back into the groove. Um, little, little announcement to start off this episode. We're lacking some members here, Austin. It's just me and you, Cole. It's just it's just, it's just us me two. And you. That's the problem with having uh, having five DPT students. Is it's tough to get on the same schedule. But we're here. We're making Not it. Easy. We're making it. All right. So um, let's let's start off by addressing some issues. How, how's that sound? Does that sound good? That's not. I think. But I think first, what we need to do is apologize for the the time between episodes. That's true. We were gone on a break for a couple of weeks there in the end of July, 1st of August. So that's why it's been a while since we've gotten some new content to you. Where, uh, we apologize for that. What would you do on your break? When I do my break, I went to uh, Myrtle Beach. Okay. And then I moved, helped move my, my girlfriend, Lauren Addison, into our house in Tuscaloosa. T-Town. So, I was also at the beach for a while. Mm-hmm. All right. So, feedback. Number one, um, I think some listeners were confused when, like, three minutes into our first episode, we were talking about favorite chips. Yeah, that wasn't great. Not a great start. <laughs> I mean, we were trying to make it loose and conversational. That may have been a little too far. Um, right, so that comes from uh, one of our favorite listeners, Cameron Fisher, another DPT student here. He's, he wants us to get directly into the topic first. So that's what we're going to focus on now, starting moving forward. Getting in straight into our into our content here, so that's what we're doing by addressing this feedback. And then you said your brother's got some more stuff. He also us. had some feedback, um, some of which has already been implemented. So we're going to talk about what the episode is going to be about right out of the gate, and then we're going to get into the conversation uh, pretty quick. So let's just go ahead and do that. Um, so this is your topic. I'm going to let you go ahead and kind of tell us what you want to get this into. This is. I, I kind of looked into this a little while this this week during class a little bit and out of class a little bit and what we're going to talk about is the APTA and what really got me going on it was we were in class for 685 I think that's it's a management class and our professor Dr. Fletcher was talking about how clinicians in Alabama only 12 percent of clinicians around that number are members of the APTA was that was that crazy to you like was that a surprise to you it, it was a little bit of a surprise. I thought more would be members of the APTA. You're not wrong. I mean, I just kind of assume that, like, every when you go into a profession, like, why, I don't even know why that's a choice for some people. You know what I mean? Like, I, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to be a part of my professional organization. I don't know why people don't choose to do it, even though, which we can get into this if you want to, too, because we kind of talked about in class why that is. A lot of people don't feel like they um, – they're really active in a way that they think is useful with the money that they give them. That you know that might be true, but it's still a super low number. Um, so anyway, I, just sure. I think, that, I think that's going. a big thing. Is 
the cost of being an APT member, APTA member for non-students, I don't, I don't know the exact number, but I know it's not cheap. And I know you don't really know what you get from it. We, I, I don't think, can you list five benefits you get? No, other than the fact that like they lobby for it. I don't know whatever that, whatever that means, that's being said a lot. There you go. So see, that's, that's a big problem. We don't really know what the APTA does or what, or what benefits we get. Not very successfully either, it seems. That's what well, you want to know why? Because only twelve percent of that's, members that's probably, are yeah, that's probably it. Are part of the APTA. We don't have any money to lobby with. Um, but so that's kind of what I want to get into this this episode is some of the benefits you're going to get as a member of the APTA. So right now I'm on the APTA website, just looking at the um, the front page here, and one of the big things is for us students. I don't. I did not know about this until about five minutes ago. But there's a Facebook live chat you can go to on. Um, with an APTA and it's called Student Exchange SA and it's kind of they're going to do like a podcast they'll have somebody on one of the last episodes they just did was about how to prepare for the NEPTI and they brought in um, Scott Giles the found president and founder of Score Builders to help us figure out how to prepare and prep for the NEPTI and so I thought that would be an interesting one to listen to but you can go on there and you can interact while they're doing the podcast you can send in questions or comments and they'll they'll address a lot of them on the actual Facebook live chat. So I think that's pretty, that's a pretty big, interesting thing right there in itself. But I think the, the biggest thing, my, what I didn't know, and one of the, my fellow students brought it to me for being a member of the APTA is we have access to the rehabilitation reference center on PT now. And what that's going to get you is it's, you can basically look up any disease you want to out there, and you're going to find some of the top articles and research on that topic. You're going to get what that topic is, what that disease is, how to, and then how to treat it. And I think for, for us, going out into the clinic in four weeks now, I think that's going to be big for us. You also have access to over 9,000 exercise images for, like, given at given out home exercise programs and I think that's a good place to go because I mean it's hard to just teach those things you got to hand that kind of stuff out have the nice um wait okay so so going back to something that you just said so this this is your idea I haven't looked as as much into the website as you have so you just said that they have what were you saying about the diagnosis and okay so let's just we're gonna, I'm on here right now, and we can go to, you enter the Rehabilitation Reference Center, and then you just search. So I'm gonna search for biceps tendonitis. I don't even know, biceps tendonopathy. There it is, you search that, and it's gonna pull up all, it's gonna pull up a, a search a, a search page. You can click on biceps tendonopathy, and it's gonna come out with the title's conditions, synonyms, the anatomical location body part, the description of what it is, the ICD-10 codes, the G codes. Then it's going to come with with presentations of the signs and symptoms, causes, pathogenesis, risk factors, overall contraindications, and then it's going to even get into an exam of how you, what you would do if you think it's biceps tendinopathy. Whoa. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. You know that? I mean, that was like one of the ideas that at least bounced around a conversation for the podcast was like going through certain diagnoses. So like 
may, maybe we can just use that as our source. And if people don't want to necessarily read through it, they can just turn it on, listen to it, and we can name that episode based off that diagnosis. That's what I was thinking. And then it gets into relevant tests and measures. It's going to get into what muscles you need to do, posture, range of motion, reflexes. And then it's going to get into special tests specific to the diagnosis. So if you're having a hard time remembering what specific test you need to do for this one. So with biceps tendinopathy, you got the NEARS test, the SPEEDS test, the Jurgensen's test, and the Hawkins test. And I mean, I remember all those names. I don't remember how to perform it. And so then it even tells you how to perform the test. So not only is this going to be a great tool for us to use in the clinic, but I think it's going to be a great study, uh, study use. But you only have access to that if you're a member of the APTA. Well. That right there is like a huge selling point for me. Oh, for sure, for sure. And I didn't realize what all PT now has as an offset of the APT website. You're going to get clinical summaries. You're going to get tests. You're going to get uh, the clinical practice guidelines. That's in itself, that's worth the yeah the fee to yeah. be a member anyways. Yeah. Because, I mean, once, you, once you're no longer a student, don't you lose, like, PubMed and, you're like, You're going to lose everything that we get so with the, the, da- the databases here. You're going to so. have to have something. All right, so if you're listening and you're interested in hearing about these diagnoses in, like, you know, this podcast form instead of going off and um, actually having to get on the website, uh, let us know. Go follow us on Instagram. Give us a DM on some topics that you want us to cover. And we'll also research off of the APTA website. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll do our best to bring the most up-to-date information, but I'm sure the APTA is probably a good source. Um, all right, what else we got? So what else we got? So I know what was discussed in class for us is the price of being a member of the APTA. It's not, it's not what you want to do when you get out of school is pay for the APTA. But what I just found out is that APA, APTA – does career starter dues. So the first year you graduated, it's 50% off. Year two, 40% off. Year three, 30% off. And year four, 20% off. So it's not even full price as soon as you get out. You get the discount to be a member of APTA while you're just getting out started, making your money, kind of saving up. So then when you had, do you have to pay that full price when it's you haven't been doing it yeah, for you four years? You don't have to years. do that till year, till year five. What are we paying now, do you know? I think as students, it's... 60 bucks. What percent off is that, do you know? Uh, let me see. Well, that's not important, but I was just curious because what is, you know, what is 50% off? That can't be, I'm, I think the full due is like 200 something. That's what I'm looking for. I don't, we probably should have looked that up. Okay, we we'll, we'll, do, we'll go back. Oh, and, dues and payment. Oh, here, here we there go. We go. There we go. There we go. We're just doing it live. We'll do it live. All right, so I found the national dues to be a, for APTA. It's Two ninety five for national dues, and then in the state of Alabama, it's another hundred forty for the Alabama chapter, and so that's for the full price. And then as students, we're paying eighty five a year for national and Alabama chapter. So you're looking at if you do the post professional, you're going to half of that hundred fifty dollars a year for the national dues that first yeah. year you're out. That's not That's not bad. For what for what, for what you, you get. get. Yeah, it's not bad. Just for that reference center, man, I'm telling you, it's that's the stuff right there. Okay. Any any other big big points on the APT website that you had found? So they have a bunch of stuff for students. You got a lot of podcasts on there, which you can find that'd be What if we got our podcast on there? Dude, that'd be that'd be exciting. We're gonna we're gonna see what we can do. I don't think we're gonna be professional enough. Um, no, we're not, but then they have a new professionals one. 
and it has a bunch of fun stuff under there about managing your career, helping you with your career development, licensure. And then I clicked on this earlier, it's the suggested readings, and then it's a bunch of like career management. And it's just eight keys of career success, how to be mentored. It's got a bunch of info on career niches. So if you wanna, how to go from a, being a physical therapist to a physical therapist recruiter. We get recruited a lot right now. So if you're ever interested in that. And so that's kind of the big stuff there. There's also the advocacy tab if you want to keep up with what our profession is doing for us and what are the next steps in our profession and getting getting towards that direct access that that we that we need and want but i think my favorite part of the apt website and this is for our non-pt student listeners is they have a for the public tab and it's going to go into it's a public page you can access everything on it but my favorite thing is that you can click on symptoms and conditions. If, you, if you've been diagnosed with something and you want to know more about it. So say for, we'll go with Achilles tendinopathy, which is going to be a strain of your Achilles pretty much. Um, it's going to go into about what Achilles tendinopathy is. It's going to show you pictures of where the Achilles tendinopathy is. It's going to talk about how it feels, how it's diagnosed, and then how we as physical therapists can help. And so it's gonna kind of encourage you to go into that physical therapy or ask to go to a physical therapist. And, and also it's gonna give you further reading if you wanna talk more about further reading. I think this is a good thing that the APTA is doing yeah. to get our name out there and to talk to the public about why, why PT. And it even has a tab called Why Physical Therapy. It has another one for patients about how to prepare for a visit. And then it also has on here where you can find a PT in your area if you want to. So you click on the find a PT, you put in your zip code, and it'll pull up the PTs in your area. So if we do the zip code here in Mobile, I'll have to verify I'm a person. But I did this earlier. It's got a bunch of our, well, okay. But it has <laughs> a, a bunch of our professors on it from from school and it'll even ha it even has like a symbol if that person has a specialty or more clinical experience than others. It had Dr. Mowdy on there and it listed all the things that she's really good at. So it, it helps you find the PT that's going to be best for your condition. Yeah, so that's not only good. I mean, clearly that's a good tool for the public, but the public is probably not going to know to go to that unless we kind of uh, like lead them there. So as a PT student, we're going into our third year. I mean, the first few months that you're, as soon as you become a PT student and people realize that you are a PT student, um, mostly mostly family, they're gonna start asking you about things that they've got going on. Like I just went to the beach and my uncle had strained his adductor and he was asking me about stuff. So like as a student, you're gonna have questions and questions you may not know all of the answers to yet. So knowing this resource is, is gonna help you um, and, and being able to send them somewhere useful is also gonna be able to help. Download the information because it's all in, since it's the public website, it's more geared, written more geared towards them. So it's not a big bunch of flashy words that- Medical terms. Medical and terms and all that, that so. Okay. That's awesome. Anything else on the APTA website that you found useful? Man, I think, I think that's, that's pretty much the big points there. That's, that's what I liked. 
What are what are some like ideas that you have for the podcast down the road? Down the road? Well, we had we put we had that document together. I think we were talking about doing an episode, maybe comparing CrossFit to normal weightlifting. Yeah. We had. I was really interested in the Achilles injuries with basketball. We found some articles on that one. I think we should just do a whole case study on Demarcus Cousins. To tell you the truth, <laughs> that man gets hurt more than anybody else. We could we could like take injuries like professional injuries and like kind of look at them as they happen. Oh yeah, like what that would be cool. I think that's what I think we kind of talked about doing that too. And I think with football season coming right around the corner, plenty of opportunity. Plenty of opportunity for one of our if someone on Bama's team gets hurt or anybody, we can talk hopefully about. Not. Hopefully, hopefully not. Hopefully not. Jeez, I don't know. <laughs> don't put that on Bama. Yeah, you're right. We already get hurt enough, but. We can talk about what we're that, Alabama fans. If you didn't, we both actually we both went to Alabama. We both went to Alabama, and okay, so we're gonna fall off the rails here for a little bit. If you are done with the podcast, we're not gonna be talking about the APTA website anymore. Um, we're just gonna talk about our background just a little bit. This is just a little on the fly idea because I just realized that neither one of us majored in anything medical. So let's just like tell oh, anybody that is listening to this that maybe is interested in PT school, hasn't like actually fulfilled that for themselves yet. Um, let's talk about our past. So how'd you get to PT school? How'd I get to PT school? Well, so I went to, I attended the University of Alabama, uh, majored in finance, which has nothing to do with PT. Well, actually it has a lot to do with PT. Now. Yeah, it does. Now. But didn't have any intention of going into PT and then realized I didn't like the business world all that much and I was trying to look for something else to do and I had had physical therapy quite a bit playing playing hockey so I kind of jumped into it got all the prereqs applied and got in and now I'm here and I don't really know I don't really know why it just kind of yeah. hit me in the face I'm yeah. like man maybe, maybe I should do this I did a little shadowing I was like I really like this I like working with people which is I feel like shocking to a lot of our viewers that listeners that Dawson Howard likes interacting with people but <laughs> And that's kind of that's kind of how I got here, and loved every minute of it so far. Really, I think so. I I enjoy learning what we're learning now more than I did learning about insurance and wealth management and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but and um, yeah, welcome all the first years, whether you're, you're a first year at South or uh, anywhere else. Um, you know, it's it's gonna go by quick, so. Um, yeah, I wouldn't worry about it too much, but it's <laughs> for me personally, it hadn't been uh, the most stress-free road. I um, I went to Alabama as well. I was a marketing major, so we're both coming from a business background. I actually worked for a for a year um, for another one of my uncles, and he ran a neurofeedback clinic, which is like has nothing to do with marketing, but um, you know, he asked if I wanted to come work for him, so I did. And one of the things that I learned with that job is. I was seeing patients. I mean, I was applying the neurofeedback uh, to patients, so I just didn't know what I was doing. Like, I was just doing what my uncle told me to do, so I knew I needed to go back to school for some reason, like to either go down some kind of medical road, because I liked seeing people uh, on the schedule. Like, like that kind of workflow um, w- was great. So physical therapy was just the way that I wanted to do that. I like um, kind of the musculoskeletal realm more so than the neuro realm. So um, that's kind of what brought me. And I, I think that would be a good question to ask the other guys when they come back maybe. How'd they get into PT? How'd they, yeah, just kind of talk about if how they, we got here. If they come back. If they come back. Um, they'll come back. They have to come back. I hope so. 
We got stickers. But how? What's the best way of? And we want to give them to you. How many stickers did you ha did you make? I think there's twenty four, maybe forty two. <laughs> I think we I think we got oh, twenty yeah, that's, some that's, odd stickers. That's twenty four. Twenty four stickers. Um, they're just our logo. But way easier to make give more. I mean, it's not that hard. Let's just say a po uh, episode giveaway. Okay. And we give away a sticker, which are awesome, by the way. Well worth your trouble and time. Um, what if we give them away to somebody that DMs us on Instagram and gives us some feedback or a topic that they want to hear in the future? Well, not even just on Instagram. It can be on or any Facebook. Of our media, any feedback. Facebook. Any feedback that any we feedback, get feedback. from a listener, followed by an address for us to send the sticker. Then, then we we give them a sticker. And if stickers sticker. go well, we we can increase our merchandise. Regardless, we want feedback. Just because you know, okay, we're doing this because we like, you know, it's we think it's fun. Um, regardless of who listens to the podcast, we're probably going to keep doing it because uh, it's something we like to do. But we want to make it better, and we want to know who's listening to the podcast and what they want. So, give us feedback. And if we have to give stickers away to get feedback, we'll give stickers away. Bam. All right, so if we were to ever get sponsors within the realm of, like, like maybe not necessarily physical therapy, but within, like, the health realm or athletic realm, what who would you want us to be sponsored by? I think I like... I don't, I don't know, man. That's tough. Okay, I'm going. Where are you going? I'm going grinds. Grinds. The coffee dip. Okay. Because like as PT students, we love caffeine, and it just right. looks cool. Maybe not everyone agrees, but I love it. Uh, two is on clouds. Just because like they're this super fad that's going on right now, and it's one that as a PT student I can't really afford to be a part of. So if OnCloud could, could all give us shoes and we could rock those OnClouds, that'd be dope. Bam. Is there research to back up what OnCloud is doing? Um, only research that I know of is just the fact that they're super light. So if super light shoes helps in any way, then they probably help. There we go. So Grinds and OnCloud, hit us up. Um, other than that, dude, close us out. Welcome the feedback. Yeah, bring on your feedback, boys and girls. Thank you for listening to the Back Rose Bros. Oh, it happens, man. You put the headphones on, you get a little cocky, it happens. Starts sounding a little good, and you're like, man, look at me, I'm professional. All right, well, yeah, bring on, the, bring on the feedback, boys and girls. And if you've made it this far, put up with us this long. Thank you for listening to Thank the Back Rose Bros podcast. We hope to see you back or hear you back. No. <laughs> Mother... <laughs> Son of a, son of a, as Joel would say, son of a donkey duck. All right, we're going to, third time's a charm here. Well, bring on your feedback. Nope. Fifth time. Oh, we welcome the feedback. They're gonna, there's going to be a lot of feedback. Look, that, just man. give us some feedback. Yeah. <laughs> just everyone. Boys and girls, bring on the feedback. We need it. We want it. We want to hear from you, our, our listeners. If you made it this far and you've put up with this long, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Back Row Bros. If you want to be a Back Row Bro, all you have to do is like us on any of our social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. 
Give us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And lastly, you can join our clan on Golf Clash at Back Row Bros.